Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Empire. Welcome to the latest edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino. Later, we are joined by newest Capitals goaltender Charlie Lindgren. Uh, he doesn't have any Carl stories because there are no great Carl stories, apparently. Uh, I'm, 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 Carl, I'm going to find out eventually a story about you that's not squeaky clean. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, the only only people that would have any stories would be would be Weidman and, and Hendricks, probably. Maybe. And, 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 and they weren't willing to share them. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, I I guess I don't need to elaborate on that, but Carly might as well. But yeah, like I said, for the most part, I was always the guy that, yeah, it's hard to explain. I'd always be watching out for my for my guys, right? Because I, I knew how important things were. If, if if you messed up or did something stupid in public, like we all look, we all look dumb, right? So I was, yeah. I've always been that guy that just makes sure that everybody's good. If, if something seems to be going sideways, then I, my night stops. And I'm I'm waiting to, to see if I can help. Taking tons of guys home from rookie parties, and and then my rookie parties is over too. So it's you know it, it doesn't sound like fun, but someone needs to do it. Otherwise, things just turn sideways. Was it was it Pace who woke up like next to a hotel, like outside a bar? Yeah, he woke up. He woke up on the on the patio of the hotel beside his hotel, having no idea where he was. Yeah. That's a great story. I actually I actually texted Pace yesterday because uh, my, my, my book just came in the mail. Uh, yes. I'm, 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 I'm going to go get this. I'm going to go get this because I need to do some advertising. So sweet. Everybody's going to grab a copy of this right now. Well, I guess not right now. October, October 25th. Um, if you're listening, uh, Odd Man In, uh, Hockey's Emergency Goalies and the Wildest One Day Job in Sports on Tri- Triumph Publishing. I got my first author's copy in the mail the other day. Like, that I mean, it's cool. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go too like egotistical here. But I, I wrote a friggin' book, uh, Stretch. Uh, Brett Lanehart, the Cavs video coach, is is involved in this. I was very helpful for the book because he dressed in that one game uh, for warm ups and dressed in another game later, like in his like video coaching office, like had the gear on and everything. So it's <laughs> cool. I mean, I'm 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 psyched about it. Yeah, you should be proud too. Everything I hear about writing a book is it's painful. And it's it, hard, it man. Takes forever and. And there's so much, you know, checking and editing and this and that. So you should be very proud of that. And you'll see it on the shelf for sure because it's nice, nice red, like the gold it's, light red, right? It's, it's, it is beautiful. I, yeah. it, it'll stick out October 25th. We'll be having some book events and maybe at Aslan Brewery and some other things. We'll be doing some things. Before that, the Capitals are going to be playing hockey games. And, and as we kind of look ahead to the season, uh, our, our great, my great friend, Ben Raby, who actually was the one who helped me get this book together, works for the Hockey News yearbook, did the preview, and this had nothing to do with him. So let's start with that. But <laughs> the Hockey News yearbook came out, and it ranks the Capitals sixth in the Metropolitan Division, behind the New York Islanders, behind the Columbus Blue Jackets, and missing the playoffs. 
Now, no disrespect to anyone who made that prediction. I just think they're very wrong. Uh, I, I'm curious your thoughts, Carl, on this. Even without Nick Backstrom for however long, even without Tom Wilson for the first three months of the year, we've talked about Brian McClellan's offseason. I think he did everything right. I think he did everything right for this year to make sure, as as Ovi said many years ago, we're not going to suck this year. I, I, I think this team isn't... I think this is a good team with better goaltending than last year. And enough pieces with a Connor Brown and Dylan Strome to make up for losing Nick and Tom. I agree. I'm, I'm, when I think about that, I'm trying to, you know, go through my head. What, what is the reason for that? And it's obviously the, the Nick and Nick and Tom thing. Sure. And maybe, you know, some, some of the other core players getting a little bit older. Sure. But it is a big upgrade in net, right? We, I think we can all agree on that. And the players that were brought in are really great players that, we're on some bad teams, teams that weren't doing so good. So everybody kind of, you know, looks a little less sexy on a team like that. Um, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. And there's something to be said. Like there's, there's, a, there's a new coach too in Long Island. You yep. know, you never I mean, know exactly. Lane, we know what Lane is, but we don't know what Lane is like as a head coach. Exactly. You, you have no idea how to, how to really see how a team's going to play until they actually get out there. So it's an interesting, it's interesting having the Islanders in front of them. Like you said, Lane, Lane is a great, great guy and a great coach, but it, it's tough to move into that position. I, I just don't, I, yeah, I, I don't really agree with that as, as well. I think that, you know, there definitely are some teams that are better, but the Caps are one of those teams that just always find a way. As long as, oh, yeah. as, long as you have Ovi there, you have Kuzi there, you have a pretty darn good supporting cast. As long as you have those guys, you know, healthy and in the lineup i don't i don't see them getting bumped out of the playoffs i'd be shocked if they were bumped out of the playoffs look anything can happen like you, you get injuries during a year like even with the islanders last year in, in barry's final year there like they had injuries and the COVID stuff and like just things went sideways for them very quickly anything can happen i just think the the, the moves that brian made in the offseason make them make this team capable of handling not having time and, and and Nick, what he was playing last season, what, was he 65% healthy? Like, even that, I, I love Dylan Strom. Look, I, I, look, I've known Dylan since he was played in, in, in Erie with Connor McDavid, and, and so I, I go back with him a while. His, his We've all known kind of his shortcoming might be skating, but we know what he can do on the power play, just his offensive skills, and he's become a better two-way player, too. I, I, I just... I, Again, I, I, I don't see what it is in the Islanders' offseason and the Capitals' kind of track record that leads you to believe that the Capitals are the sixth-best team in this division. Exactly. And then so then maybe look, we look at uh, Columbus and we look at what Columbus did. did. Did they do that much to— Johnny Gaudreau, sure. Yeah. So is it just, it's pretty much just one, one guy. <laughs> like is the one, the one guy enough to uh, completely change that, that organization? It's hard to say, you know, it— it's uh, you know we'll, we'll have to wait to see how how everybody is like it's a it's a big transition to go from Calgary to Columbus, and uh, it might might take a little time for him to feel comfortable. Although he does have a a good friend on the team, so that that does help. But I don't know. I I just uh, I'm not I'm not sold on that. I I'd like it's it's hard to do a preseason ranking. I'm I would imagine yeah, to hard. figure out. But but still, I don't know. I, I think. You, I think you got to give the the Caps maybe a little bit more credit, um, but I don't know. I'm, I mean, this is not somewhere where I specialize. I always like to wait and see the teams play and see how they play before before I make an opinion. But you know, I, I don't think uh, it's something to really worry too much about. I think I think Washington's going to be going to be 
very fun to watch and and definitely competitive. And I'm not trying to sound like a homer here either. Like just because we're around this team and, yeah. and, and know these guys very well, I just look on paper and think, look, you can see the Flyers are going to stink. You can see the Devils aren't ready yet. And look, they, they the Caps might be better than the Penguins. I, I I still think there's a chance with the questionable goaltending situation in Pittsburgh. The, the thing is, Mike Sullivan's a great coach. Todd Reardon's a great assistant, and they get a lot out of whoever is playing. But the Penguins are getting older, just like the Caps are. Yeah, exactly, and that and that's the that's the you can make the exact same argument for for Pittsburgh, right? That sure. that someone's making for for the Caps. But I, I um, those guys have have some older players that are you know prone to injury. Um, you know, it, for them, it could it definitely could could turn, and and they could be towards the bottom as well. It's just I don't know. It's this. I'm I'm excited just to see how the Caps come out and play because, like you said, some of these new guys, like they're they go out there and buzz. Like they, they yeah. could be the Caps could turn into a very hard team to play against, and not not in the traditional sense where they go out and score score a ton of goals and they're just super high powered offensively. But because they got players that can go out there and, and really grind you down, right? I think that that would be that's a that's fun hockey to watch. And I, I like I've said this a bunch of times now. I'm very excited to see Connor Brown um, play with this team. Um, I think that he's going to be a great addition, and he's going to win over a lot of fans very, very fast. So uh, yeah, like you said, Mac did a good job, and and it'll be nice when uh, training camp starts. You get to see everybody out there again because I always think it's one of the more exciting times of the year. Although it. Is it very fun being in training camp? It's still it's still fun to see everybody on the ice again. September twenty second, first day on ice of Capitals training camp. I believe will be open to the public. I believe no masks involved. But we have a few more podcasts until then. Uh, next up on All's Caps, we'll be joined by newest Capitals goaltender Charlie Lindgren. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alzer. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino. We are happy to be joined by new Capitals goaltender Charlie Lindgren, who is a Carl Alzner boy, as we talked about on this podcast. One of Carl's guys. Charlie, thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, I, I'm going to let Carl have, have a bunch of this. Uh, I'm just curious, and I know we, we chatted with you a little bit kind of earlier this summer, but what led you to, to, to the Capitals and, and coming here in, in this job? I know the team sees, sees a lot of kind of potential in you. Yeah, I mean, um, I've always heard really good things about the the organization. Um, you know, even I remember Alzi talking about his time there. Um, I'm good buddies with Nick Dowd and Nick Jensen. They've always spoke very highly of uh, Washington, the organization, and um, just the living as a whole. Um, and so when they when they came calling, um, they were certainly a team that uh, really jumped out, and uh, I knew that was a spot that I definitely uh, could see myself. Uh, being at and you know I couldn't I couldn't be more thrilled I, I'm always curious what other people think because 
you know, like watched my first team. So I didn't really know any different, but you always like, you always have like a, an idea of what a, a team is like, like for me, for example, I always thought that, that LA was kind of like a cool team, you know, like the guys on the team seemed cool. It was a neat city. I thought San Jose was just a team that was always so hard to play against. You know, I had like these, these, uh, you know, perceptions of what that team was like for you. Like what, what was, what's your idea of, of the Capitals? Cause I'm curious from, from a, another player from the outside, what they think of, of the team. Well, I mean, you look at, um, you know, my view of the Capitals is you look at uh, the last 15 years. I mean, they're a team that's always been competitive. I mean, it starts with obviously Ovechkin and, and Nicholas Backstrom and TJ Oshie and Carlson. I mean, um, there's a lot of big names there. And, um, you know, with Montreal, I was fortunate enough to, to travel on the road um, to, to Washington a couple times. And um, it's just a heck of a city. It's a, it's a lot of fun seeing the different monuments. Um, you know, I'm a fan of uh, us history and all that. So, um, obviously just a very cool environment. So, um, you know, I, like I said, when, when they came calling, I mean, that was a team that, uh, you know, definitely, I, I was definitely excited about. When do you, when you get on the ice, when are you planning to be on the ice in DC and you're looking forward to Carl jumping on the ice with you? <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. I am. I'm very excited. It's been a while, Halsey. Um, I, I'm taking off for, for DC tomorrow. Um, so me and my pup, we're going to be driving out. And then uh, I don't think there's ice on Monday. So I think my first time on the ice with uh, uh, in Arlington will be on, on Tuesday. Well, shoot, if you get in, if you get in before 8 p.m., I got a men's league game for you. We'd love to have you. It's our last game before playoffs. So right on. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll make that happen. That'd be nice. Oh, so good. Blocks. We were trying to stay under 100 goals against for the season, and they I wasn't there last week, and I think that they got seven or eight scored against them. So they're at 102 now. Ooh, so okay. the, the dream is over. But yeah. It's all right. Well, Jennings Carl, you're, 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 better, you're better at keeping the goals out than putting the goals in. So that's – Yes, absolutely. I am I go out there with the goalies as a confidence builder, you know, because I, I like to just shoot it straight into the pad, right into the glove, stomach a lot. It's kind of one of my favorites. So yeah. goalie coaches like me out there for that. Um but I, I, this is another thing I'm very curious about because, you know, it's just, I have guys around the league that I'm always so curious, like, what's that guy like, you know, like Crosby, for example, I played against him, you know, closely for so many years and, and Webb's, you know, Shea Weber would say that he's a great guy. And Eric Ferris said he's a great guy. And I'm like, no, I just can't, I can't <laughs> believe that, you know, he can't be a great guy, but enough people vouch for someone. You're like, okay, I, I guess I need to believe you, but of all the guys on the roster that you can think of off the top of your head, is there anyone you're really excited to see what they're like as a, as a person? And then who would, who do you want to see up close? Cause like, you know, when you get to see, like for me, for example, Jonathan Druin, I, I didn't realize how good his hands were, you know, until I actually got to see it, you know, yep. in the flesh, you know, see, see how calm pricey is things like that. You know, who, who are the guys that come to mind when you think of, I need to know what they're like as a person and I want to see them on the ice. Well, I think obviously who comes to mind is number eight. I mean, I'm yeah. really excited. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see, um, you know, I, I'm excited to meet him and see what he's all about. I've heard really good things and, you know, certainly one of the best uh, hockey players of all time. And, you know, obviously a lot of people, once I sign, they're like, you know, you're going to have a lot of fun with him in practice, which uh, I'm sure I will. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to, to meet him for sure. And then, you know, a guy like TJ Oshie, who, um, you know, he's, I think he spends a good amount of time in Minnesota. Um, I haven't really got a, I don't think I've ever met him personally. So, um, but when I signed with Washington, he reached out to me and, and sent me a text, which I've always, you know, had a lot of respect for guys like that. So, 
Um, and I've heard awesome things about him too. So, but yeah, I mean, you go up and down the lineup. I mean, it's uh, it's a, it looks like a great group of guys. I've heard, you know, seriously, I've heard it's, it's a heck of a dressing room, just a lot of great guys on the team. And, you know, as a newcomer, I mean, that certainly makes you feel good. Yeah, exactly. It's You're not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong about that. Room is, room is very good. I'll give you uh, one piece of advice on the um, power play penalty kill practice. Yeah. First, first or second shot, Ovi always goes clapper top corner. Okay. So just maybe be ready. Stay, for up. stay yeah. up on that maybe? Maybe stay up on that challenge. He's not afraid to let that one go. And Grubauer was always there and he'd always – like Ovi, a lot of times he can pick the corner, he'd go bar down. And I would always turn to Groovy and be like, man, you need to stop that. Yeah. And Groovy would get so pissed off. So <laughs> just, just be aware. He's not going to hold back on that shot. It's a little bit crazy. And then as for people, very curious, check in with you like a few months down the road, getting to know Tom, Tom Wilson, because he's one of those guys that, you know, a lot of people don't really like him around the league as players and as fans. And then I think, yeah you'll, you'll have a, it'll be interesting for you to uh, get to know him. Cause he's kind of a, he's a little bit of a polarizing player around the league. hundred percent. No, I'm very excited to meet him too. So I'll be, that'll be good. Yeah. And, and no, Tom, Tom's a great guy. It's a great room and you're going to fit in mustache and all in, in that room. What I like to ask everybody before Carl gets his, his questions in later, do you have a, a Carl Alsner story? Is it other than he's a great guy? He's a great teammate. I always try to uncover dirt on Carl, and it doesn't seem like he's anything but squeaky clean. <laughs> Man, Alzi's pretty squeaky clean. I mean, um, you know, obviously spent a lot of time with him and, and Laval. Um, and yeah, he was just a steady Eddie, just really good teammate. Did he, did he buy you guys dinners in Laval? <laughs> uh, Alzi, did you? I don't know. I, I bought a couple guys dinner, but usually smaller groups. And then uh, a Halloween party. Were you there for the Halloween party at the golf place? Yep, I was there. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so we did, I did a couple, that, that day. Yeah, a couple things. Why? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. No, I know. No, because I remember you saying you had the, the money you weren't paying into escrow. So I was hoping you bought, bought Charlie a couple steaks. That was going to my uh, swimming pool fund. Right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay. So hold on. Before we get off that subject to move <laughs> on to stupid questions. Um, I'm just curious about like, I've, I've talked about it a few times on here, time in Montreal. I'm curious what, looking back on it, your time in, in Montreal versus St. Louis, like, you know, what, what'd you think were, you know, good differences? What did you, what did you like better, I guess, in, in the two cities? Cause you know, I, I didn't have a great experience in Montreal. Um, so I have a lot of, a lot of thoughts on it, but I'm just curious, you know, from your standpoint, what'd you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, unfortunately I spent six years of Montreal, five or six years in Montreal. And, you know, there was, I had a lot of good times there, but then uh, I think kind of like you're speaking of, there were some times where it was, was certainly difficult. Um, you know, unfortunately the last, the last year there kind of paints a, a bad image in my mind just with uh, COVID going on and the taxi squad and all that. It was just a really uh, tough year, but um, certainly met a lot of really good people in that organization and, you know, the fans uh, playing at the Bell Center, um, you know, those are memories that, that I'll certainly never forget. And, uh, and then going to St. Louis, you know, um, it was super excited about that opportunity. And being a kid from Minnesota, St. Louis isn't too far. Um, you know, being back in the States was, was uh, kind of nice for me personally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, St. Louis was a phenomenal sports town, um, really good locker room there, a lot of really good guys. And, um, 
you know, it's uh, a well-run, uh, well-run team and organization. So I had a, I had a blast there. Did, uh, did you find that it was, you were able to like, just like be more relaxed living in St. Louis, playing in St. Louis? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, you know, I just, yeah, I felt like I could just go out and play and, um, you know, it's, it's just completely different than Montreal. I feel like it's on the complete op- opposite spectrum. Um, but, you know, both places, uh, you know, I can look back and say I was proud to be a Canadian. I was proud to be a, a blue for a short time. So, uh, but I'll tell you, I, I couldn't be more excited to be a capital. So I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's definitely what I'm most excited about. Well said. Yeah. I mean, it's a good point. Wino. there you have it, right. You know, like it's, you have so much stuff thinking you're thinking about playing in in Montreal that you just don't have in a lot of other places. So it, it's, it's a tough, tough spot to be, but I think it's well, well said. As, as, as I've said, you get ripped in two languages. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, you do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've been there. Where, yeah. And then the, the, the DC, the DC, we're, we're, we're not, too, we don't, we don't bite in, in, in DC, which is good. Um, since I'm a, I'm a dog guy, I think we're all dog people. What's your dog's name? Um, and and do, are you aware that the, the capitals do a canine calendar? So there'll be a whole photo shoot at some point. I think I got a text about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, but yeah, my dog, his name is Riley. He's half lab, half uh, Australian shepherd. And uh, he's certainly uh, my, my best buddy. Um, he's been a, a great addition to our family and uh, he's a, a really good dog. So he's, yeah, he's going to be riding shotgun on the way to DC with me. So I'm excited about that. Can we, I don't know how long that drive is, 20, maybe 20 hours. What is your, uh, look it up on maps. It's 16 and a half. Okay. That's not, that's, that's not terrible. Yeah. So actually Nick Dowd's heading out tomorrow as well. He's uh, I think he said he's going to head out around six. He's going to do it all in one shot. I'm going to, you know, I'll try to probably crank out 10 tomorrow and then like six and a half uh, the next day. And then um, I need a, on Sunday, I need to go get myself a mattress. So that's uh, job number one. (laughs) Once I get to Arlington. Before Carl has his questions, what's your road trip music? Do you listen to podcasts? Is 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 there is there jams? Like I, I did like what is what's your kind of for that long a trip? You know, there's a outdoor podcast that I listen to in Minnesota. Um, it airs on. You can podcast it, but they, it's Saturday morning radio, so I always it's an hour and a half of my time, so I listen to that. Um, and then uh, I'm I'm a country music guy, so that's. That's kind of what I listen to. I, I like all sorts of music, but I certainly, uh, uh, I certainly find myself listening to country more often than not. An outdoor podcast, clearly from Minnesota, if that's what you're listening to. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yep. So it makes it, you know, it, it uh, whenever I'm missing home a little bit, it uh, it brings me back. So it's it's, uh, it's a great podcast. <laughs> We pride ourselves on being an, an indoor podcast here, but glad you enjoy that. Uh, when we come back on All's Caps, uh, Charlie Lindgren will be the latest victim of Carl's stupid questions. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to All's Cap, former Capitals Sensing Carl Alsner and newest Capitals goaltender Charlie Lindgren. I'm AP Hack Rider Steve Wino. And now for Carl's favorite portion of the show, Carl's Super Bowl. All right, Chuck, here we go. As I have a kid running around. See, there's always background. It's dogs. Noise. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I got the dogs. I can hear them. <laughs> all right uh stupid questions first question for you is uh 
Um, this is, I said this last time too, it's in honor of uh, House of Dragons that started uh, two weeks ago. Um, what's your all-time favorite TV series? Boy, I would say uh, The Office or One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Ooh, that's Whoa. an interesting one. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say that. Very yeah. interesting. Okay, so it's worth a watch, I guess. Um, okay, question two. Uh, of all the, let's just say, pre-game routines, rituals, what's one of them that you couldn't live without? You just have to do all the time. Like, otherwise, your head would just be somewhere else. Uh, probably take my stick. I'd say that's probably one that uh, I have to do before every game. It's got to be the right way. I totally yeah, exactly. get that. Yeah. Mine, mine, is, mine are the ones that happen like right before the game, you know, warm up or as you get on the ice for the anthem, because that's when I actually feel like I'm in the zone. Goalies may be a little different. You guys, you guys prepare different. But if I don't do that, my turning the right way, get on the line the right way, then my head is just. Oh, yeah. If someone, if they ask me to do a, an interview right yeah. before, that's just game over. First that's, period is a write off for me. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid but it's the truth why i just dude your your your, your superstitions and pregame rituals were out of control hey i <laughs> i i'm i'm by the book man every everything even my games now i still have to do it the uh, same way well yeah you don't have to deal with a pregame interview this time that, that's very true <laughs> all right um best player you've played with so far i'd say carrie price yeah uh, yeah i'd say carrie price i think uh Obviously, we all know, and you know, Alzi, um, just a heck of a goalie, and um, you know, you could say even better guy. So, um, Carey Price for sure. What do you think it is that makes him so good? Like, what what is it about Pricey? He's just got the best demeanor. I mean, he just—it's uh, like he never gets rattled, um, and he's he's always in position. And yeah. um, you know, that's something that I certainly—you uh, know—when I came out of college, I was a little bit more uh, acrobatic and wild, and. You know, I've certainly found myself uh, toning it back a little bit, and I credit a lot of that to, to watching Pricer and spending a lot of time with him. Yeah, well, I will say it's it. You make some saves sometimes. I'm just like, how the heck did you get to that puck? So you still got it in you. So yeah, for sure. Cast well, fans will let, see that. Let's take this occasion to say all the best to Carey Price. It doesn't sound like he's going to be playing this season. Uh, Ken Hughes said this, but all the best to to, to Carey and and his family. We're fortunate to have have his wife on this podcast before. So all the best to him, and, and hoping he can get back to the, on the ice eventually. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun to watch. Um, all right. What's your go-to breakfast, favorite breakfast that you, that you like to have? Eggs, bacon, and uh, peanut butter, English muffin. Then I always have a, uh, a smoothie. So a strawberry, banana, peanut butter, spinach, granola, and Fairlife chocolate milk wow. with a okay. uh, black coffee. So that's my morning right there. Holy, let's go through this for a sec. <laughs> a- how many eggs? I usually do three eggs. How do you cook them? Uh, sunny side up traditionally. Wow. And yeah. you, okay, but you and, and on your English muffin, you put peanut butter, so you don't you don't dip anything into the eggs. No, no, don't dip anything into the eggs. I'll just put some pepper on the eggs. That's it. Little so. pepper, bacon. Yeah, bacon. I usually have uh, three strips of bacon, and so. and a smoothie, and a smoothie, yeah, and a coffee, and a coffee. Holy smokes. How long does that take you to eat? Uh, it takes me probably about 40, 45 minutes. And you're not, you're not working out right after that. You, you gotta let that settle, right? Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm working out right after. So I think my body's just, used <laughs> to it. you know, I, I, I haven't had any problems and, um, 
yeah, I, I have a big breakfast and I'm fortunate enough where I don't, uh, I can't seem to put on weight. So I kind of stay right around, right around 180. So no matter what I eat, I, it doesn't go up from there. So, wow. That is crazy. I'll, I'll take, I'll take a quick second here to let you know, I'm doing a cleanse right now. So I'm super tired. I'm doing a thousand calories a day. Really? And yeah, that's it. I'm have, I'm freaking living off of like vegetable broth and a water smoothie, like a smoothie. It's, I say water smoothie because it tastes just like ice. It's like yeah. ice and like a little dehydrated stuff. It is awful. I'm so tired right now. I don't recommend it, but. Is that considered like a fast then? Or is that a fast like nothing? Yeah, fast would be nothing. So this is yeah. something, but it's it's nowhere near enough. Not and enough. I'm doing my best. I need a water jug like yours to fill my stomach. So <laughs> hearing about your breakfast makes me a little bit excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is one I like to ask. Uh, any of the players, um, would you rather play five years in the NHL and win? So in your case, you're the starting goalie five years and win a cup or 15 years, still be a starting goalie, but never win, not even a finals. That's tough. I, I would say um, five years and win a cup though. I think, uh, you know, Ozzy, that's what, uh, that's what we all dream of is, uh, you know, from five years old, you know, it's, it's winning a Stanley cup. It's all I want to do. And, um, I think if I were to win a Stanley cup, I could be, uh, I'd be incredibly proud. So uh, I'd say that's the the right answer for me on that one. Yeah. Why not? What do you think so far? Like, wait, is it kind of split what we have? It, it, it's really split and, and, and it's different, Charlie, cause you could, you might be able to do both. You might be able to play 15 years and win a cup still, and talking to guys like Dennis Weidman, even Alexi, Alexi was closer to, to the first one where he played kind of five or six years in the league, won a championship, was a black ace on, the, on that Penguins team, and, and now can, still kind of has a happy life, stays in hockey. It's split, but like, even when you, you, I talk to, to people outside of, of, of hockey about it, you're like, would you rather like have that consistent paycheck and be in something that long? It's, it's, it's not an easy one. No, yeah, I guess uh, bringing up the paycheck too. I mean, I guess you got to take that in consideration too. That's what Carl's uh, asked that question with the paycheck element before. Yeah, because yeah. um, you know, besides hockey, I don't know, Alzi. I don't know what else I, I got going for me. So <laughs> hunting maybe show. Would, maybe that would change my answer. I don't know. Yeah, Sounds what's like the Carl's thing? Personal you know, trainer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. got to think about that. You know, yeah, you're not. You won't get paid after. Um, Connor McMichael said, you know, he couldn't imagine only being able to play hockey for five years, right. You know, and then yeah. being done, you know, there's a lot, a lot of ways to go with it. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know what the right answer is. I, 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 yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a good question. I think it, it differs dumb questions. doesn't mean they're not hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one for you here is if you could be the face of any company, you're their spokesperson. What company is that? Uh, any company is it Yeti? Is it a, a special bow that you like? Wasn't <laughs> yours know. a watch, Carl? Me, well, I would love, I would love to be a Rolex or a Richard Miele uh spokesperson. I think that would be dynamite. Uh, boy, that's a tough one. Um, any company, you know, I'd say probably like a face of a dog rescuing company, maybe it would be my answer. Yes. So, um, big fan of dogs. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say that's maybe the right answer for me. That's, and it's a great answer too. That gives you a couple extra points that's right there. Good. Yeah. good. Wes Martin, who, who's a place for the commanders, uh, offensive lineman actually started a dog rescue in Ohio. 
Oh, uh, really? Brave, brave breed rescue. Yeah. He, okay, cool. So he, he and his wife and, and, and it came like from his mom growing up and all that big time into the dog rescue stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, our dog Riley, he was a rescue. And um, so, yeah, I think we were, we we're me and my wife were, you know, when we rescued him, I mean, we were both uh, pretty, pretty happy with uh, that whole process and being able to save a life. That's so. awesome. Absolutely. Well, let me give you a quick total here. Um, cause you had a couple answers that I had never heard before. So it's intriguing. So <laughs> just add this up. This brings you the massive breakfast. I mean, that is special. You uh, hungry now, Carl? What's that? You hungry now? Oh, I'm starving. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to go have another water smoothie when I'm done this. Um, it's going to be great. Chuck, that brings you, that brings you up to 202 points total, which is Anything over 200 is, is very, very solid in this book. And I will, top 10, right? it's getting, it's top 10. Yeah. I'll put you uh, top 10 all time. I'll top 10 all time, buddy. And we've got, we've got over 30 people on here. So you should be very proud. Very proud. Who's number one. I got to ask that. It actually happened last week. It was last week. Yeah. It was yeah. last, last week that Scott, we did this. Scott Abraham, local, local TV guy. You'll, you, you'll meet who's a, uh, He's, he's a character. You'll, 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 you'll see, you'll, you'll meet him in, in a couple of weeks. And he had every answer because every answer like Carl would have answered. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. So it was Carl, very similar. Yeah. It was, I was so weird. The, what the things he was, was saying was just like, one of the answers was his guilty pleasure was flossing his teeth. Like with those like little yep. like picks. And I yep. had one in my hand while I was asking him the questions because I was in my car and I'm like, <laughs> this is freaking so weird. So he got he got almost full points on his round, but well, what's you know. uh what's like the most amount of points you can get? Well, we don't really know. It changes. Guys, <laughs> lemon, I think. <laughs> there, yeah, you could have a million points, uh, just depending on the day. So yeah, yeah. it's complete. Like I said, it is completely random. We started out with with uh, no one almost breaking a hundred, and now we're breaking uh, two hundred, and we had a four seventy five. So it's Boy. just it's wow. random. It's yeah. random. <laughs> it's, it, it's like whose line is it anyway? It's all made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll have to come on again and uh, take another crack at it. Would love it. I, I can't wait to take my crack at this at some point too. Uh, Charlie, have a safe trip to DC. We can't Thanks. wait to see you in, 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 on the ice in, in Arlington either next week or a couple weeks later when training camp starts. Thanks for joining us on All Scouts. Thank you guys. Very excited. Thanks, everybody. Buddy. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.